Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Talk and Tech podcast, where we talk about technology, gadgets, trends, and other innovative products from the lens of a not-so-serious consumer. Hello, Setu. How are you doing today? I am good, Amit. How are you? I am doing good as well, man. I've heard it's been some tough times for US weather-wise. Yes, it's getting really bad here, especially in the central and eastern coast. Apparently, there is some things similar to polar vortex or something going on, and and it's hitting hard on some of the states that that actually aren't prepared for such kind of weather. It's super cold there. Um, one mm-hmm. of the states that you might have heard in the news is Texas, um, yeah. and it's it's usually known for its harsh summer season. Right, and and they usually do not get any snowfall, um, and this time they are basically covered deep under snow, and it appears that uh, their grid wasn't prepared, or uh, they just did not have enough infrastructure. Uh, or enough generation of electricity within their grid um, to kind of combat the cold weather that they are facing. And and that led to a lot of disastrous outcomes uh, where people are left without power um, for several days uh, in a row. Yeah, yeah. And and it's because power cuts are not common here. Normal out there, yeah. Mm. So people don't usually have generators or inverters or things of that nature here. So yeah, so yeah it, people are actually hurting a lot and pipes are bursting and they don't have heat and they are yeah. basically surviving on blankets and, and bottled water. Wow. And things like wow. that, yeah. Wow. Wow. Texas, really yeah, I mean, I don't associate Texas with a lot of snow by whatever geographical knowledge I have of the United States as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, keeping the weather aside, I understand we have some very interesting things to talk about today. Um, uh, We wanted to talk about some of the products that we love and the services that we love around them and and the pain points or things that we would want them to do maybe a little bit more. So why don't you start with 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 your list and then and then we'll move on to mine. All right, sure, sure thing, sure thing. So yeah, I, th- I thought that this was going to be an interesting topic, uh, given the kind of the number of products and number of services that we use in our daily lives. Some of them, you know, we really, really love using, but of course they leave so much desired uh, in terms of what else can they offer uh, you mm-hmm. as a consumer or a user. So I have uh, picked up a couple of points that I will discuss today, and uh, mm-hmm. let me let me go with my. Uh, one of my first points, which is a Kindle, and I'm sure you know what a Kindle device is, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners also know what a Kindle device is. So I have been mm-hmm. using a Kindle for years now. Like I mm-hmm. purchased my first Kindle, I think, back when it was a year after the first Kindle was launched. Yep. I am a pretty voracious reader, so most of the knowledge that I do consume, I prefer mm-hmm. consuming it by reading, although a lot of it has also sort of you know shifted to videos lately but still mm-hmm. i i really really love reading both fiction and non-fiction so kindle was a great choice for me because of course the basic use case always being that you can you know it, it doesn't uh you know you can just carry a kindle instead of carrying a bunch of books with you so at any given point of time i'm always 
uh, reading at least a couple of books and uh, it is it is kind of a companion for me it has been a companion for me for years now now here's the thing right kindle is a great device right so one of a kind and amazon you know marketed it like hell and they just distributed kindle devices uh, when they launched it to everyone free exchanges and even if the product gets damaged a little bit they'll just take it back and send you a new one of course so i love the business model love how it's going absolutely great but can you believe i'm still on the version that i had in 2012 so my oh, kindle really? that i'm using so this is going to be like it's funny in my head also as i say it it mm-hmm. sounds funny in my head because i don't have devices which have lasted this long uh just i mean i i i love my devices but i don't love anything for a very large period of time because mm-hmm. of course newer models come in and you tend to sort of you know uh move on to newer models but with kindle the thing is that it's an it's an electronic reader right so it's, an, it's mm-hmm. a e reader and it renders books in uh, a fantastic font on the device whether it is day or night and Uh, if you are a reader you mm-hmm. would love that particular experience but what is an upgrade right so uh, an upgrade is a faster device a better screen uh, and a, a much more efficient operating system or maybe uh, for for a device of this nature it is larger uh, uh, memory and the storage that you have basically on a device itself so all that has been happening over uh, subsequent generations i think my kindle device that i have is fifth generation right now <clears throat> the paper white that uh, amazon has is 10th generation and they have mm-hmm. they have a, a something which is called a kindle oasis which is a little more expensive it's like for the niche user uh, somebody who has a lot of money to be very honest with you mm-hmm. uh, but uh, the reason i haven't personally so i have stayed for a, for this whole period that i'm talking about i have been in india so one of the key reasons why i haven't upgraded my device having said what i just said uh with the use case that it offers and the service that it gives me is that there is no kindle exchange offer in india so every time okay. you uh think of purchasing a new device you think of spending those 10 12000 rupees uh i i feel like you know i'm being shortchanged because across the world mm-hmm. um, specifically in comparing it to the us uh they have these programs running around the world where uh, they exchange kindle devices and they send you a new device uh, compensating the value of your old device and so on and so forth but in amazon amazon india just you know blatantly refuses that we don't have any such program that exists in india in fact uh, while i was you know thinking about this topic i was going through some reddit threads also this mm-hmm. question has come up tons and tons of times by indian consumers because you know, there is a lot of kindles that uh, get purchased in india as well and to every thread uh, the response from amazon is exactly the same which says sorry we do not have something like this that exists right now we will go back to our team and report it but we regret that we cannot give you uh, updates on whatever happens in the inner workings of the organization exactly same reply has been you know coming on for the last two odd years that's how i was following those threads as well mm-hmm. and it's just dis- disappointing as a consumer you know i want to move on to a new device but i just don't see that uh, uh, you know value because mm-hmm. at the end of the day like i said it's a e reader i mean my device works fine it is it's mm-hmm. just it's just gotten slower with time but mm-hmm. it still it still renders text so yeah i can wait for that maybe additional half a second uh, when i flip the page for the next page to come in 
or when I highlight the text, it takes an additional half a second to highlight the text. Uh, it is irritating, to be very honest with you, and I want to upgrade. Mm-hmm. But it is very disappointing, uh, given uh, how Indian uh, Amazon wants to be in India. I don't know. I mean, you might not have seen some of the marketing that they do in India. They they basically claim to be India's, uh, you know, India's shop or something like that. And uh, mm-hmm. to not have something as basic as this, uh, mm-hmm. given that they produce, they manufacture these devices. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that, you know, exchange offers are nothing new for uh, Amazon. They run exchange offers across variety of devices on their website in India. But they don't do it for Kindle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have I have a big, uh, you know, pet peeve against them that they, they don't have a Kindle exchange program and it just hurts my heart, to be so, really honest with you. So, it's kind of like a trade-in specifically designed for Kindle devices. Mm-hmm. And I presume that they that they give you the best value that anyone can give you out there for your older device. Is that, is that what? That is correct. Okay. That is exactly it. So it works in US. If you go to amazon.com in US, mm-hmm. you will see that Kindles get traded in day in, day out, mm-hmm. uh, out there. So yeah, it's, 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 it's just like, you know, what is the business model out here? The business model is not the electronic reader. The business model is the books. Yep. Uh, so it surprises me even more given that the business model is a book and, and, you know, you purchase like uh, 15 books and the cost of the device is anyways taken care of. Mm-hmm. So it just surprises me why they won't do it specifically that they, you know, their merchandising teams know how to do it. It's not like they don't do it for other uh, lines of devices that they have, mm-hmm. but they just don't do it for the Kindle and it uh, hurts me. And I, as I speak this, I've spent the last day and a half just, you know, convincing myself should i do it should i spend those 12000 bucks and buy a new reader i still i'm still not convinced that i should do it so yeah uh, if anybody from amazon is listening in it really hurts <laughs> yeah so how much how much would your 2012 kindle be worth approximately right now if you were to exchange it in the us uh, hardly hardly anything okay. hardly anything mm-hmm. but, but it's an, it's an old yeah it's an old device mm-hmm. and uh, also you know it doesn't make sense. And I, I, I agree with you, right? So the other point is, why do you want me to, I mean, what would I do with this device? Like it would probably just lie around in one of my cupboards or, or I'll just throw it off, you know, wipe it, wipe its memory and throw it off. And that's just electronic trash that keeps getting accumulated. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And being a responsible manufacturer, they should have mm-hmm. these policies. I mean, don't give me any money. Just take my device away. Even that is fine yep, with me. Yep. But uh, yeah, that's just... Acting a little bit more responsibly. I, I agree. But yeah, that was, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that was my, that was my, the first point in my list mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, I think about a lot. Yep. I, I can imagine the frustration there. And it's not about, as you said, you know, using an older device or a slower device. It's just the, the fact that Amazon, as you said, claims to be, you know, India's supermarket or whatever. And the other thing that they claim to be are the most customer-centric company in the world, mm-hmm. right? So it's just that this particular policy or the lack of policy thereof, for that matter, um, kind of clashes with, with those two um, objectives that does. they have. Yeah, I, I agree the frustration yeah. there. I hear you. Interesting. All right, so why don't I hear one from you then? 
Oh, sure. I I have a good one, too. Um, as you probably know by now that I am an avid music listener. So Absolutely. I subscribe to a bunch of music streaming services. So um, I don't know the reason why, honestly. But <laughs> the, the fact is that um, I first started listening to music on Apple iTunes. And mm-hmm. and started purchasing tracks there um, early in the days when when there were still you know non standard ways of consuming music available right so so mm-hmm. the, earlier we had options to download MP3s and things of that nature yeah, I remember yeah so I started uh, purchasing albums and and songs on iTunes and then eventually the advent of streaming services came in and I started using Apple Music when it launched in India. And then I, I still continue to use it. Um, but then over time, Amazon launched in India and they launched their Prime Music service, which was right. a pretty good deal considering that it came. And very cheap. Yeah. yeah, and it's very cheap. Very cheap. Yeah. The other thing is that, um, I mean, people in our demographics, uh, they, I mean, almost every household would have an Amazon Prime subscription, either for purchasing stuff from Amazon or Prime Video or some of mm-hmm. the other reasons. So so you anyways get the prime audio Correct. thing bundled with it, right? So so that's right. how yeah. I have, even though I live here, I still have a prime membership from Amazon India because I still need to oh, buy okay. stuff and, and send it to my parents mm-hmm. or somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so that's why I have the Amazon Prime India music membership as well. And then uh, when Spotify launched in India, Right. I subscribed mm-hmm. to them, too, because uh, I knew that they are the topmost music streaming service in the world. So I actually subscribed to them just to find out what the first is all about and, and, and why are they mm-hmm. the topmost music streaming service. Because everyone was like super excited when they launched in India. Oh, my God, Spotify is in India now. Yeah, so I thought yeah. that, you know, I'll give it a shot. And I guess two or three weeks into it, I figured out why they are the topmost music streaming service. And then that's when it became my primary music consumption service, actually. So, yeah. and that probably was sometime in 2018, I believe. That's when they launched in India, I believe. So, but the challenge that I have faced over the years is that, uh, you know, I've um, liked songs in each of these services independently. I have saved them mm-hmm. offline. I have um, with iTunes, I have even purchased a bunch of albums yeah. earlier, right? Yeah. yeah. So there is no service which kind of offers me the ability to transfer um, my library from one music streaming service to another. Now, I understand that it probably goes against their business model because they do want mm-hmm. to make it difficult for you yeah. to jump ship, but I think that's, uh, I mean, in my personal opinion, I think that's the wrong thing to compete on. I think, I think mm-hmm. what they should compete on is um, for, quality. Exactly, quality of music and the yeah. ease of use, and you know, the algorithm, personalization. Exactly. Yeah. So, because the content is pretty much same across all the services. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Yeah. So, if I'm jumping ship, I'm probably not jumping because you don't have a song that I want to listen mm. to and and you know I mean unless you are like you have an OCD or something you probably won't anyways yeah. switch your service just because you can't find one single track that you can't listen to in that service so mm. um 
so yeah i would prefer or i would like to have um some sort of a service wherein i can connect my apple music prime music and um um spotify and then kind of sync mm-hmm. them so that you know any service that i want to use anywhere i just hit it up yeah. and i my liked play songs are same my um yeah. my library is pretty much the same my playlists are synced up so that you know and then um you know if i stick to one service that probably is the reason why um i am sticking to that service Uh, because i like the service or i like the recommendations yeah. and things of that nature so yeah that's that's my point there is actually a similar service available for movies uh, that we can talk about another time but yeah there there's no such thing available for music and i understand that these guys don't want to build it but i think a third party service can build it oh, yeah. the, the easiest candidate i could think of was shazam that could have built it mm. but apple acquired it so i don't i don't think they're going to build it anytime soon no i don't think so yeah. but that that brings about a interesting point so you know let me just rewind a little mm. bit so you are saying you have subscription to all three services you have apple music you have amazon prime and you have uh, you have prime music and then you have spotify yeah. so you're paying for all three yes i also have youtube music by the way but i don't use it <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> and you're paying for that as well yes i have a youtube uh, gold or premium whatever they call it oh okay premium account yes. yeah yeah, yeah. So, so a google yeah. premium account i think so so that uh, comes yeah. bundled yeah. with youtube music right okay. right so so the interesting thing was so i i have been you know i have been pretty much like you in this i have actually tried everything mm-hmm. apple music was sort of uh, a platform of uh, choice or just by the virtue of the devices mm-hmm. that uh, i was using it was the first choice but somehow apple music never you know sustained with me after i uh, you know moved on to spotify correct because i i just did not like paying money for apple music given that i don't know how it's in us it's it's terribly slow in india uh, just the entire uh, uh, the interface load times and the fact that you know uh, it's not it's not as intuitive unfortunately i have to say this for one thing that apple mm-hmm. uh one thing in apple that is not as intuitive as i find spotify to be mm-hmm. uh so i had i actually moved out of apple music after spotify came in mm-hmm. from my mm-hmm. standpoint amazon prime it's one of those services that is just there because you are a member of prime mm-hmm. uh, but I, but i never use it i'll be very honest <laughs> with you i never use it i only use spotify and i totally see the use case that you are kind of speaking about and i kind of you know sense that there would be other than these uh, legal hassles of uh, uh, how the money is extracted or how the money is you know passed over to the artist based on the platform that it is on mm-hmm. uh, how do you how do you get around that if if that problem is solved which is a really hard problem to solve i guess mm-hmm. then i believe something that consolidates your library and then lets you choose the better services is definitely a great idea yep exactly all right so that was my first one um let's move on to your uh, next one so which one do you want to talk about next all right so mine is kind of quite related to what you were actually saying mm-hmm. so you're talking about the arena of music mm-hmm. i'll talk a little bit about the arena of gaming right so it's also something we have discussed in an earlier episode mm-hmm. and um, i'll tell you by my experience why i have been you know, fairly pissed at 
the unavailability of some games on platforms that I own mm-hmm. uh, versus they being on specific platforms that I don't own. And I'm it's 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 a similar story to the story that you just said. Mm-hmm. But of course, like I said, in, in a completely different, uh, you know, line of business. So, uh, like I said, in one of our earlier episodes, I purchased a Xbox uh, XS lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did it uh, after researching at the fact that PS5s weren't available in India. Nintendo wasn't servicing in India. So, all of those factors came into play. But of course, I, I, I love games that are exclusive to Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And I love games that are exclusive to PS5. So once I have this device with me now, uh, there are a few games that are very popular. Uh, and I'll take one example, right? I don't know if you've played Fall Guys. No, uh, I haven't. Uh, so <laughs> you haven't played Fall Guys. I'm, I'm assuming you haven't played Fall Guys because you own an Xbox and a Nintendo. <laughs> and Fall Guys is on... Is is on neither of those platforms. Oh, okay. It only exists on PlayStation, mm-hmm. and and you can play it on a PC. <clears throat> you cannot play it on a Mac. Also, I believe you can only play it on a PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Fall Guys is a cool game, you know. But to be very honest with you, so it's just a funky game. It you know, uh, it, it gives you character. It gives you a very funky looking character, and then you bunch up with sixty other players on a platform and do weird racing games and. <laughs> Uh, go through hoops. It's just a fun game altogether. It's a good game to play with your kids also. Mm-hmm. They'll also have fun. So, uh, and, and you know, kids kids of this, uh, these days, they'll watch videos uh, on YouTube or YouTube Kids and uh, then they'll come back to you and say, I want to play that mm-hmm. game. Yeah, and then they'll they'll insist and they'll insist and they'll insist and then as a, as a father mm-hmm. <laughs> or as a, as a technology driven father mm-hmm. who's so used to solving problems mm-hmm. you would like to solve that problem but you you'd find that there is no way that you can solve this problem easily mm-hmm. uh, because the gaming platform just chose to be so sorry, sorry the gaming uh, manufacturer or the, or, the, or the gaming company chose to be on a single platform when it came to uh, when it came to gaming consoles and it was just very disappointing and and let me be very honest with you my house doesn't have a, a personal computer or a windows machine the only Windows machine I have is my office laptop, mm-hmm. which I don't want to install, uh, you know, games on, of course, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. So everything else is a MacBook. So uh, it completely, you know, flushes everything down the toilet. So you have to just keep exploring options of, okay, day one, how am I going to play Fall Guys? Day two, how am I going to play Fall Guys? Do I get those, you know, simulators on my Mac, which will simulate uh, uh, all of these things, which uh, will run exe files mm-hmm. and then i can download fall guys and i'll start running them so i tried a bunch of them half of them are so shitty they don't work mm-hmm. some of them work but you know these these games will not work on them or they will have their, some other uh, things up their sleeve which uh, uh, you would find very irritating mm. but eventually after a lot of struggle i you know uh, got uh, i used bootcamp on my uh, macbook to install windows mm-hmm. And then I installed Steam. I don't know if you've yep. heard of Steam. So Steam is like a... So I installed Steam on my Windows and then I installed Fall Guys on it and you know, kids happy, I'm happy. But it's such a convoluted way of doing something which you should have been easily able to do given you have a really high-end console in your home. Yeah. And uh, it is just one of those things that I find really strange. Again, I think by the same logic that you said, why compete on... Uh, Compete on performance, right? Yeah. I mean, if it's a high-performance game and it doesn't run on a console, 
then a consumer will think of upgrading the console mm-hmm. but if it is a game and it needs reach mm-hmm. then why restrict a platform and you know just just you know not allow folks from other con- folks using other consoles to use it's just sounds so strange to me that you would cut off people who have xboxes mm-hmm. because you only want this game exclusively be, to be on ps5 i can understand the business logic mm-hmm. but it's in e- evil logic I, it's just evil yep. Yep. <laughs> the way it sounds to me uh, i don't know what you what do you think about that no i agree i mean co- competing on content is just the um worst thing that you can do to your consumers um and and it might make business sense now but it probably won't make business sense in the near future or the distant future and and the thing that the uh that these businesses need to keep in mind is that it leaves a bad taste in your consumers mind about about your company and eventually when things are going south for that company a lot less people will have sympathy for them just because of these Absolutely. these little things that that they keep doing i mean look at all the cable yeah. cable companies now right i mean um yeah. and and various other things that are happening to them because of all these ott platforms right nobody has any sympathies for those cable companies because they were charging exorbitantly high amount of money yeah. even though the fact that you know we end up spending approximately the same amount in these ott services now but we still you know um curse the cable companies and and keep saying that they Absolutely. got what they deserved right Yeah because I don't think it's about money at the end of exactly. the day. I really don't think it's about yeah. money. Uh, because you know I I I did all of this nonsense on my MacBook mm-hmm. uh, and I still ended up paying a thousand bucks to get the all its Fallout's ultimate edition. Mm-hmm. Uh I had to spend money, right? The money wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. The problem was that I shouldn't have to go through all of this. If I have to pay money, I have a platform, mm-hmm. I have my you know payment setup. Mm-hmm. have those sharing uh, payment sharing mechanisms built in within yourself so that you can sort out these money issues yourself right i mean if ps5 wants exclusive rights let them have exclusive rights but have some sharing there eh? some some deal sharing thing between yourselves as to if xbox consumers use this uh, game they'll get a higher percentage but the but the consumer would be satisfied exactly. right that's a much much better thing to do mm-hmm. rather than just say i'll not let you play and i don't have a future <laughs> uh, you know i don't have a future plan of hosting this game on your platform also that is exactly what you read on the internet as well so you go out and you search for uh, uh, things like this and you will say they don't have any plan to go on xbox very any time so yeah. just sounds weird to me it just sounds strange honestly in this day and age i agree i agree so you ended up actually the the thing i take away from this is you ended up installing windows on your mac they say they say that it hurts it hurts a lot it hurts a lot to say that but i yeah, did but but <laughs> but you know what you know what uh, what is a universal uh, truth around macs that they are the best computers to run windows that is true <laughs> i agree with that i agree so, with that and it looks it looks far prettier on a mac also i'll i'll be honest yeah. so uh, it, it looks prettier on a mac and it it functions faster on a yep. mac so i agree yeah. with that all right that was an interesting um interesting uh, discussion uh, amit so let me go with my next one mm-hmm. so mine go is ahead. kind of related to my first one uh this is again around the streaming services so you, you basically figured out where i spend most of my time these days now right so <laughs> streaming music or streaming mm-hmm. videos so uh 
have you ever found yourself in a situation where you're watching a tv show or something and then the the show is using or that episode uses a bunch of um songs or tracks that you really like and it's kind of like music discovery going on there and then you uh, mm-hmm. i mean i i find myself in that situation a lot and then i scramble for my phone to kind of shazam that track or figure out oh what, what like almost almost all the time like what you just said i can totally relate to that so uh, almost all the time and i end up liking so many of mm-hmm. them and i'm guessing that's what you are about to say the journey from there on is much harder exactly. to get that music so <laughs> i would you know what i would want these streaming services um, video as well as music streaming services to do would be offer some sort of a, an integration or a connection uh, between them that you know if i'm watching a tv show if i have a show in my list or if i'm you know in a, in a week i'm watching let's say five or six episodes of a certain tv show that you know that qualifies as a binge watching uh, then you know i would appreciate maybe a playlist popping up in my spotify or or other streaming music streaming services um uh, which would give me the the tracks that have been used in that tv show so so it mm-hmm. it actually you know works in my opinion works in the business's favor that you know they get more mm-hmm. streams of their songs and as a consumer i'm super happy you know that that the computers did all Absolutely. the job for me so so that is Absolutely. something that i would um, really appreciate if they did um and and i don't think it's really difficult honestly to make it work i mean we both are technical um people so yeah. we we can imagine how that that thing would eventually function right um i don't know i don't know why they haven't thought about it or if they have thought about it why they haven't implemented such a thing but but it would be super useful i mean there are sites yeah. where you can go and find out all the tracks but then it involves that grunt work of you know identifying finding your specific episode and then the other thing is that you have to actually go and sample those songs because the the episode might sure. have used four or five songs but sure. uh, you know you might have like two out of two or three of them and then you have to go and listen to them so mm-hmm. yeah i mean that was my second one um no, i think that is a really i think that is a really valid point and i i just don't i just don't while you were saying this i don't believe this is this is really tough to do mm-hmm. because uh, uh i don't know if you remember but uh, this uh, the cable uh, the cable networks they actually do this day in day out if they have a music channel mm-hmm. if you go on that music channel and if you like that music they'll show a message out there saying to download this song do blah 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 or something like that and i i believe if i'm watching a show on netflix uh, if netflix can integrate with something like an apple music or a spotify mm-hmm. and just uh, right from there uh you know give me a trigger to download it in my in my library i think that's fantastic right and i i totally agree with you because you know i i watched i watched tv shows and then i i like a few songs but uh, either you leave your tv show pause your tv show rewind back shazam again capture that song right there and then you know download it in your library mm-hmm. or you just when you go back to the original soundtrack on a spotify or an apple music you just have to go through the entire library to figure out where my song was i i totally get what you yeah and and it can be a, a see uh, you know a button or something similar to skip intro or something that they show 
at least mm-hmm. netflix shows that right that you just press and then as you said it just triggers that flow which adds that particular song to your library i think i think amazon is yeah. in a perfect situation to do this they have prime video Correct. as well as amazon prime music and that yeah. would be a pretty big usp for me to kind of use amazon prime music right i mean i agree so and agree and these days they yeah. are although i'll I'll tell you, content will still be the biggest <laughs> USB, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I'm I'm seeing that they are making great TV yeah. shows, um, even in India, and they are actually, you know, creating not just video or TV content; they are actually creating music around that content. So they are building an entire, you know, hmm. media ecosystem, and yeah. and it would, I think, go a long way for them as well as the consumers if they are able to offer such a service. Yeah, no, I totally get your point, and. I think in the discussion that we have had today, I think we've like if if a startup is listening in, I think there are a lot of ideas, and if uh, uh, you know there are a lot of ideas coming in our heads also as we move along. Mm-hmm. But uh, fantastic discussion, Setu, all over. Uh, I I am pretty sure if we were to go on, we can just keep going on and on about these things. Just there is there are a lot of products that we use, and we have a lot of uh, innovative ideas for product makers, but. I think uh, the time is up for the mm-hmm. day and let's call it close and let's do this again. I think this was an interesting episode and I'm sure our listeners would like to listen into something like this again. Certainly. Certainly. Thank you. All right, then. All right, then. Take care, Setu. Yep. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Talk & Tech podcast hosted by Amit Tripathi and me, Setu Garg. We would love to hear your comments and suggestions. Amit's Twitter handle is at unusualrant and mine is at Setu Garg. Music for the podcast is produced by Nomadic Lust. Cover art design is by Malvika Tiwari. You can find the link to the artist's pages and our Twitter handles in the episode's show notes. Until next time, take care and goodbye.